Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you, and we have a special guest on today's episode of the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It is Rafiq Cromwell. He is the CEO and Director of Sports Operations of Purvey Management Group. Thanks for joining me. How are you doing? What's going on, man? I appreciate you for having me, Isaac. Man, I'm good, you know, enjoying this Monday. Um, a lot of work getting done, man, but, you know, we're, we're grinding it out, man. How's everything with you? It's going well, man. It's a Monday, brand new week, fresh start, looking forward to. Uh, what's up yep. ahead with the NFL, man? The season's right around the corner. Yep, yep, man. It's just, it's, it's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm excited to see what goes on. Um, honestly, I'm more so excited to see, you know, how things play out with the fans. Cause I know a lot of teams kind of, switch from not having fans at all to just not having fans like their first two home games you know so it's it's like all right let's you know let's kind of see how this works out so i think that's the biggest thing going on right now it's kind of checking out how that's going to be and of course you know um some small things with like personnel and stuff as far as who's allowed um on the fields and stuff like that so i'm like really into that and trying to figure that out so um, yeah, man, but I'm excited for what we have going on. Um, all of our guys, all of our players, you know, we had a lot of a lot of guys making some noise, man. So that's really what's going on. Yeah, man. I mean, the Titans were the latest team to announce that they will not host fans for week one. They're going to be hosting the Las Vegas Raiders on September Mm -hmm. 13th. So no fans for them. And we're going to continue seeing the dominoes fall. Hopefully we can hope and pray for the best that eventually fans will be allowed midseason. But time will tell. But Rafiq, we got plenty to discuss, man, because you got a great company going on with plenty of high profile athletes. So my first question to you, is what made you get started in the sports marketing and management industry? Uh, what made me get started, honestly, was um, it was like the not the financial side for me, but for the players. It was more about uh, I saw how the the, the, the statistic 
that 80% of these players are going broke three years after retiring. Uh, and that beginner just really just draw a, um, a, a, a big interest to me because I'm sitting there like there can't be there. It can't be possible that 80% of these guys are blowing their own money, you know, and I started to try to do some research into it and try to take a, look at like, okay, who do these guys usually have around them? Who really um, makes, who really helps make, helps them make decisions, you know, who helps structure their day-to-day stuff. Uh, And that's what really drew the interest, man, was seeing that. And it really was a thing of, I just wanted to help people. You know, I really just wanted to help athletes be in a position where they never have to ask anybody for anything else, you know, or, you know, be in a position to have to depend on game checks when the season isn't going, you know, um, and these guys have been blessed to be in this position to play in the NFL, to have this financial blessing to take care of themselves and, you know, their families. But it's let's make sure we maintain and grow that. So that was um, really just the big that was like the big thing, man. Of course, I had a love for marketing. Um, I had started my first company uh, in 2010, but it was legally like 2012. Um, And I always knew that I wanted to help guys get to the next level or get seen or whatever it may be that that person needed. I knew I wanted to help them do that. And of course, it was behind, you know, marketing and promotions. Uh, And I started this idea with just, you know, I said, let me think of how we can promote small school athletes it was I started, of course it was like an idea I started with college players because I at the time was in college I'm um, playing ball as well and well 2012 I was in, I was in college um and I started this idea that if I created like t-shirts for these players for them to give to their family and friends they can create their own like fan section at their games and then that would force uh, scouts to kind of look and say, well, all these people wearing their shirts, who is this guy, you know, or who is this player or whatever. And then it's up to the athlete to prove that who they are on, on the field or on the court or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where the idea started from. Um, and that's where the interest sparked from. It really was a thing of wanting to help people in many fashions, really, like I said, financially, and then also just to help them gain more exposure in their career and take themselves to the next level. Now, that obviously led you to Pervade Management Group, where you are the CEO and Director of Sports Operations. And that is fascinating, Rafiq, because that is a big issue for a lot of athletes is them going broke after their playing days. And so it's really refreshing to talk to somebody like you who is passionate about helping these athletes stay on course and also just take care of themselves, not only when they're playing for a team or in a professional sport, when they finish their career and they're getting ready for their afterlife. So I commend you for that. That's great to hear, Rafiq. Now, go ahead and talk about Prevay Management Group. What is it? Mm-hmm. When did it start? And what do you got brewing over there? Yeah, so uh, Prevay, it actually started um, in February of 2019. Um, I actually, like I said, I had my first company. So that was from about 2012 to about 2017. Um Actually, it was about 2012, 2018. And then uh, really early 2018, I got with Anthem Sports Group. And I was with Anthem for about a year and a half. And then that's when I branched off and created uh, Preve Management Group. I wanted to be back my back with myself again and be able to, you know, um, accomplish some other things. It takes some time to kind of move at my own speed. Um, 
And from there, the first athlete I actually signed was Jalen Richard from the Raiders. Uh, and Jalen and I actually go back before he got into the NFL. We actually lived together for like a brief moment um, during our combine and pro day training down at uh, Corey Taylor Sports Performance in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, we were down there training and living together. And that's when we got pretty cool. It was actually crazy. I met him the day after he proposed to his wife, um, his wife, Alex. So uh, we kind of hit it off there immediately. Uh, and I built some things with Jalen. It was a, a thing. I told him, I'm like, look, you know, I'm going to get you deals, but it's going to take time. You know, it's going to take time for us to build your brand, make you a household name, get you some PR going, really maneuver some things, you know, and up your value. Um, and we did that, you know, by growing his social media following and getting him engaged into community events and getting articles uh, published and working with the PR with the Raiders and the community um, outreach team and just making him, you know, a little bit more of the forefront of the media. It was, you know, I knew he was coming into, you know, veteran status um, this year. And I knew that, you know, looking at the roster, he was going to be one of very few players that's been there before Gruden. So I'm like, okay, this guy is going to be, Jalen is going to be, I can't say this guy, but I'm like, Jalen is going to be, you know, someone that the team is going to look at as a leader. And, you know, lo and behold, I was correct. You know, they end up actually posting an article. Um, I want to say in June or July, I want to say it was June. Um, a, and they like publicly named him the leader of the running back room, you know, in this article and stuff. So um, Jalen was the first guy I signed. I actually had signed a, um, a social media, well, like a model and influencer named is Donnie Blaylock. We were doing some things. I got him um, a deal with like Bel Air Champagne. We got him in a new Coming to America 2 movie. Uh, we did a deal with um, Luberderm Lotion. We did a deal with like, Avino. Um, man, there were so many things that we did, right? But what that did was between that and the work that I did for Jalen with building his, his following and just his brand and really tap into some things and giving him some ideas and creating a roadmap for him. We took like the LeBron approach, you know, it was all right. Well, LeBron's not out here signing autographs. LeBron's not out here doing random, you know, I'll pay you to post this and take a picture with this. It's like LeBron's not doing that stuff. You know, why should we, you know? Um, and of course he's not LeBron, but the, the value in which LeBron has created for himself in doing that with keeping things to a minimum with autograph signings and certain posts and brand content partnerships, it made the value of his partnership that much more greater because now it's like an exclusive club. And that's the same um, approach that we take with everybody um, after a certain point. Of course, when building up guys and, you know, trying to help them get the money, of course, you know, some deals come in where it may be a paid to post. Um, but it was him seeing what I was able to build for him. He reached out to me and was just like, man, look, you know, I see what you're doing. You know, I want to make some things happen. I want to see us grow. He said, man, let me, you know, let, let's, let's work out a deal. And, you know, we end up becoming, uh, we worked a deal and now we're co-owners. So Jalen Richard is actually also co-owner of Prevate Management Group. And it was talked about, we spoke with Kevin Hart's PR team. Um, they wanted to work with us and we were talking with them. And they kind of mentioned it too. They're like, well, the last people that seemed to kind of do this successfully was LeBron and Maverick and Rich Paul, you know, to have a player who's active in their league managed and represented by this company, but also owns part of this company at the same time. You know, there weren't many people that would ever do it successfully. Um, so fast forward a year later, we now have Jalen Richard, uh, 
Keyshawn Nixon from the Raiders as well. Um, we have some tops coming up with uh, John Hankerson. We'll be we'll be sitting down with him pretty soon. Um, we work with Josh Jacobs as well, not exclusively, um, but we do have some some opportunities and some things that we're doing for Josh. Uh, we also work with um, Ryan Smith out of uh, Tampa Bay, and then Will Clark, of course, out of Detroit, and then we'll also be bringing on uh, Drayvon Ashton Henry out of the Giants. We've been talking to him for some time. Of course, he's a hometown kid. He, Him, Will, um, myself, and then my team member, Dante, of course, we're all based out of Pittsburgh and we're from here. So it was an easy connection with, like, Will and uh, Drayvon. Um, but those are the guys that we have right now, you know, and then, of course, over the time of my career, I've worked with Antonio Brown and Jarvis Landry and Michael Gallup, Marshawn Lattimore. So I've worked with a lot of guys, but pre-bay right now, that's where we are, man. And I'm excited for what we're doing because we have some major, major things coming up. And just what we provide to players really isn't what you see a lot of times in management. Now, Rafiq, is there a specific way you approach these deals or go after them for your clients? Uh, yeah, of course. So I, I really try to get these brands to see them as a person opposed to just like a and a popular social media account that they can get a return on investment. You know, um, even like the decks that I send over um, as a pitch deck to these companies, the deck has a few pictures. It typically has, you know, a mix of lifestyle pictures with their football pictures. Um, But then the short bio, you know, it says their hometown. Of course, it mentions their social media following, but it talks about where they grew up, if they have kids, their family, um, kind of their uh, a quick overview of, you know, where they went to high school, where they went to college and how they got into the NFL, whatever, whether it was undrafted or drafted or what have you. Um, and just expressing who they are as a person and their overall character that so that these companies can see that this is a player that they would want to be partnered with. This is a player they can see as a part of their brand and as an individual off the field, this is someone that will represent their brand in the most uh, positive and effective light. So that's really how we try to push it um, as far as getting the brands interested in reaching out and talk to them, talking to them. Um, but as far as the deals themselves, uh, like I said, we really try to push for um, something longevity. You know, we really try to strive for deals that will allow these guys to use that money and stack their game checks, you know, or supplement game check where they don't have to use as much of it, you know, um, to, to be able to pay bills and, you know, manage money correctly. Um, so we definitely try to, the biggest thing we try to push for is equity, uh, because at the end of the day, we want their, their, their value and their finances and their living situation to outlast their football career and the football name. Of course, we want to, you know, uh, I guess you could say milk it as long as possible. Once these guys retire, continue, you know, branding them and pushing them to get opportunities. Uh, but the, the, the big goal is so that these guys, you know, post-career, they get their post-career counseling from our occupational therapist over at um, a company called off season. And once they, you know, once we come up with a plan of, okay, what, what does post career look like for you now, you know, and we start talking business. Of course, we talk about these things beforehand, but these are the conversations that we, you know, we have. And we had that conversation with, um, with Will Clark, actually, because he was, you know, of course, as you saw, he was out of the NFL for about a year total. Um, even with him being with the XFL, you know, I had to have a serious talk with him even though I wasn't even repping him at the time, that's like family to me. We really grew up together. So, you know, I still took that approach with Stone. I said, Hey man, you know, 
have you begin thinking about what you want to do after this? Not saying I don't believe in you, but we need to be realistic and put a plan. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply plan in place and figure out what we're what we need to push for you you know mm-hmm. and that those are the conversations that we have just because of the relationship that we build with these guys so um we really push for to make these guys partners in these companies not you know just oh paid partnership like no legitimate you know they get dividends and they're part owners and there may be a silent partner but they have those ties um one deal i say that truly is the epitome of what it is I like to go after and how I want to structure deals is Alan Iverson's deal with Reebok of how he has that pension for when he turns 40, uh, 55. He gets like like 15 million or something like that, but he gets a huge chunk of money. And this was put in a place when he originally did his deal with Reebok, you know? So that's the type of things that we like to try to go out there and what we like to push for, for our clients. Now, we know COVID-19 has had an impact across the entire world. And I know speaking about marketing directly, I mean, that does have quite a bit of effects considering marketing is big on gatherings and public services that are out there for these athletes to go and make just introduction to themselves to people who are surrounding for different events. But how has that coronavirus really impacted the work that you do for your clients? Um, it's impacted because a lot of the bigger companies that you would think would still be thriving and have the money to do marketing opportunities, because we know that there are clients out there, there are athletes out there that they want, that these companies want to be tied to, but it's, it's created, um, it's, it's created this, this scenario of being like hyper creative in finding opportunities because like i said you would think the bigger companies have the the money to do these deals or do opportunities and a lot of times they don't you know for example nike straight up said that they aren't signing anyone new and they aren't re-signing any players if their contract was up this year you know um and even now i actually got a text from um one of my guys at nike where i was supposed to be going to the nike campus to you know meet with a bunch of people and sit down and talk and, you know, come up with some ideas, some things, but I just got a message that the Nike campus is closed right now. So that's what a lot of it has done is been able to, it's, it's forced us to be even more creative and finding opportunities um, for our clients. But also when we do find them, it's now being creative in how they're structured. Uh, so for example, Jalen has um, Jalen Richard is now the uh, uh, face of Subaru of Las Vegas. And how I wanted to structure the deal was 
is, hey, you know, let's not make this too complicated, right? His schedule is already tight enough. Plus, we have the social distancing things going on. So let's not try to throw another, you know, Rubik's Cube into the combination, you know? So we begin really trying to formulate the simplest way to do deals. And we came up with this structure of doing it like the players' contracts are set up, you know, um, is guaranteeing these players some sort of payment, whether it's cash or product or cash and product or whatever, you know, solidifying something for these guys. And then over time, once certain accolades are met or once certain things are accomplished or at the end of the contract, you know, there are other incentives. It's like, all right, we look over it. This was done. This was done. Okay. So you got this bonus, that bonus, this bonus. Um, But then another way we structure it also is, uh, and we did this with Jalen and Suru is upon, you know, agreement of the deal and signing of the contract, he was paid 50% of what the agreed number was to upfront. And the remainder uh, remainder of it was is paid out to him direct deposit for the remainder of the contract. So now, regardless of what may happen, not saying the season will be canceled or anything, but regardless of what may happen, he still has taxable income coming in that can alleviate bills and take care of some other things. Um, so it's being very strategic in that manner of, you know, let's make sure these guys always have some type of income. You know, I'm not really a, Hey, we need all this money up front because, you know, that doesn't really do much. That kind of adds to the issue of why guys were going broke, you know, eight, uh, three years after retiring. When you start thinking about these guys are getting chunks of money, chunks of money in a week that most people don't see in an entire year. You know, um, it just further adds to that. So I try to make these much more long term and relationship based. So that's where I think the wrench has really thrown in there where we could get more money up front a lot of times, you know. Um, But also, I think having that structure where these guys get a certain percent up front and then paid out um, through the rest of the contract. You know, that then also helps the businesses. Right. Because they may have a marketing budget, but they may only be able to put a certain amount up now and then they can pay on it as they continue to do revenue every month. You know, those types of things are um, how we've been doing good business because we've been showing like, look, we are, you know, we're not here to snatch the money and go. We understand what's going on. And we know that not every company is in a position to push out money like this. So it's okay. Let's structure this so that it's a win-win on both sides. So, um, yeah, man, I think that's 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 really the biggest uh, curveball everything has been throwing in there. How important is it for these athletes to build a brand both on the field and off the field? And what are some positive impacts of them doing just that? Man, it's it's highly important. I mean, it would behoove these athletes to 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 really take a deep dive into you know, their brand and their off-field activities and really look at some things, you know. Um, and this even goes for college athletes, guys that are coming out into the draft. Um, it is vital to have a brand off the field because the average career is only, what, a year and a half? Um, so if you can, you know, really engage in social media really get connected early, come out of college or even in college, get connected and start really building your brand off the field. I know uh, Ohio State posted a video a while back and it got reposted by the um, 
the by Washington um, about how the whole idea and nickname for Chase Young of Predator came about. Um, and it was they reposted a video of Ohio State doing a big breakdown of, you know, the way the branding of him came about being called predators in, in those nature. So from there, he's been able to build a brand from that. But furthermore, of course, being involved into the things that, you know, or re- you're really passionate about, you know, I prevade, that's what we focus on. We focus on these guys' passions. We focus on what is it that you would be doing if you weren't playing football, you know, if you weren't playing football, what other dream would you be pursuing? So let's try to focus on that. Or what social issues, or you know, do you want to bring awareness to? You know, these are the things that we try to focus on and really create a brand out of. And and with that, it comes up with times like this, where you have players that you know, with the well, with what is going on with COVID, where you have the NFL and you have players. You know, the player association, they're not agreeing on certain things. But then this year, fans, a lot of fans are not the games and the NFL is losing a lot of money or teams lose a lot of money because of that. And with that, they're, you know, rolling back salaries and salary caps and guys that don't have a lot of guaranteed money are going to be taking a huge pay cut. You know, and a lot of a lot of those guys looking around, they have no income off the field there's nothing outside of that it doesn't even have to be a marketing deal it can be just a business opportunity you know um like we came a business opportunity to build a hotel and not a shabby one like a Wyndham. you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's um things even in that nature of having opportunities and having a brand and having um things going for you off the field the positive things in it man is that I've seen guys strike deals that turn out to be more than the current contract that they have with their team, you know, um, and that completely just it's like, all right, well, I can literally like feed my family and do all this other stuff with this this money from, uh, you know, whoever. Like, for example, Marshawn Lynch, when he did the deal with Skittles, you know, um, he went about that so beautifully. But that is the the positive thing is that now you can. You one you become a household name um, when you're when you're interactive on social media and you and you're building this brand, um, but it becomes easier also for you to make that transition after your career for you to stay relevant because if you don't have any type of off-field uh, brand or awareness or anything during your career, when you get out of it, it's going to be hard for people to want to attach you to things where you might want to go into broadcasting or reporting. And it's hard to do that because it's like, well, you're not really active on social media. You haven't built this. You haven't done that. So those are the things that um, it can create. But like I said, the biggest one right now is just with the, you know, the possibility of the season not fully making it. But then even with that, even if it does, you know, you got these guys next year taking a huge pay cut. And sad to say, a lot of guys aren't in a financial position to, you know, sit with that comfortably man so i would say that's the, the the positive thing is giving these guys peace of mind that comes with it because now you can expand even after your career once you've built that brand 
So on a typical season, Rafiq, I mean, I'd imagine you do a lot of traveling during the season. Yeah. But of course, with COVID, you know, a lot of teams are shutting down their stadiums for fans not to attend just for safety precautions. But this coming right. season here in 2020, assuming some stadiums are going to be open to executives such as yourself, what do, right. you, what do you envision your plan being like come week one? Um. Honestly, I have no clue. Um, <laughs> I, spoke to, I actually spoke to some people from the Panthers um, out there, you know, with the Raiders going there and everything for week one. And I'm like, man, let's see, you know, what the, the seating situation looking like. So it's it's hard for a away game. So week one, I have no clue. You know, I may go to that game, may not. Um, I am already, you know, scheduled and booked and everything um to be in vegas for that home opener i'm actually moving to vegas myself my wife and i are moving there so um but i should say my fiance i always just think wife because i'm like look man we already there but my fiance and i we're moving to uh vegas as well so that'll be pretty cool to go down there um with her i haven't taken her down there with me yet since you know everything has been going on with the raiders but it's one of those things where it's like you really kind of don't have a plan because nobody really knows at this point, you know, it's right. like a fly out of the seat of your pants. Um, I did hear that, you know, they have, you have to have an approval for every game, of course, with personnel that is allowed like on field and stuff like that. So I'm not sure. I'm like, I said, I have a really good relationship with some people from the Raiders. I'm not sure if I'll be able to get like sideline passes this year. Um, for the games. I'm hoping I can, but I highly doubt it, especially with Allegiant Stadium saying they're not having any fans. I highly doubt it. They'll let, you know, even personnel like myself, whether I'm an agent or a manager or what have you, you know, into the game. I feel like it may be a little bit better. It may be, may be a little bit more lenient post-game stuff. Um, but as far as the game itself, like I said, I have no clue. I, I think I thought about that this morning, too. I'm like, man, so what is like, <laughs> what are we going to do for this home game? Because I was like, okay, I'm going to be down there for like five days. I'm going to be down there the day after the game, too. So I'm like, is it going to be, Is it? how is this going to look? I, I'm very curious to see how it's going to look because so many people in Vegas are excited for the Raiders to come down there, but it's like, they can't really go anywhere, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like real odd. So I know there's people, I know there's going to be a lot of things open. I mean, Vegas has a lot of restaurants open. There's a lot to do in Vegas still. A lot of places you can go and watch the game. So I'm assuming a lot of like sports bars will be kind of up and booming. Um, I would assume, but like I said, I still have no clue of even what that's going to look like because maybe people just canceled their plans of coming there as a whole because they said no fans. You know, I don't really see too many people still flying down just to watch it on TV. Yeah, so, I know, man. That's kind of where I'm stuck at with it. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of moving pieces right now, but again, that's Rafiq Cromwell. He is the CEO and Director of Sports Operations at Preve, and we appreciate you, man, joining the podcast. Yeah, I know you and I, we've done some networking and we're going to continue to work together moving forward with this season, man. But other than that, congrats on your eventual marriage with your fiance. That's awesome. And I wish you all the best as you get ready for that move. I appreciate it, man. Isaac, I really do. And I thank you for having me, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, take care. God bless and have a great week.
Thanks, you too, man. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.